You're listening to When Christians Speak Online Talk Radio, broadcasting out of the Washington, D.C. metropolitan area. Today's voice crying out in the wilderness, prepare ye the way of the Lord. When Christians Speak is dedicated to lifting up the name of Christ Jesus and spreading the good news. Amen. Praise the Lord, everybody. Praise the Lord. Welcome, amen, to the premiere of our To the Third Power, Real Life, Real Men, and Real Talk. This is our first broadcast, amen, and we are excited. I got with me, amen, some exciting brothers. I'm waiting for one more to join us in a few minutes, but I'm Ray Rose, amen. We have Aston Green that will join us shortly, Cleophis Malone, amen, uh, is already on, on with us, and um, Antonio Mitchell, or, or Tony, as we as you said, I, I can call him in. Uh, so we're going to do... Um, First things, man. This is not this is not about titles and all that kind of stuff. But we want to share uh, with the men. We want to be able to talk with the men about some things that God has given us. And then, and uh, this is this broadcast is for men. If we got list, women listening, then it's okay too. Anybody can listen, Amen. But we want to be able to minister to men. So what we want to do first, Amen, Amen. Is we want the brothers just to say hello. That's out there, uh, brother, uh, brother uh, Buck and brother Tony. Go ahead and say something. Something. Amen. Just say hello. Hello. How are you? Uh, such an honor to be on the show. Uh, I'm looking forward to uh, the move of God in in, in men's lives and uh, and just bringing whatever supply that I can offer. And I'm just grateful to God that um, their brother Ray uh, invited me to be a part of this. And I'm looking forward to it. Not Amen. only for men, but uh, to enrich my life as well. Amen. Brother Tony. Amen. Um, I am so grateful to be a part of this awesome group of uh, great men, and I am so looking forward to men just pouring into other men and any other individuals that listen to this broadcast and to also glean from these mighty men as well to help me to be a better man. Amen. So there you have it. I'm still waiting on one more. He'll be with us, and I'm sending him a message as I as I speak. But we want to go ahead and open up in prayer, Amen. Because we are godly men, Amen, Amen. So we want to go ahead and open up in prayer, Amen. Father God, we just want again. We want to come and say thank you, Jesus. Thank you, God, for what you would do, what would take place during the midst of this broadcast. God, we're speaking life, God, and not death to those that are listening, Lord Jesus. Every man, every boy, God, wherever they might be, God, no matter what they might be feeling, no matter what they might be going through, God, we praying right now in the name of Christ Jesus that you will come like a mighty rushing wind, God, and shake us up, God, wake us out of our slumber. We will sleep way too long, God. We have forgotten the authority that you have given us, so we submit ourselves unto you today, God, for we truly are real men, God. We have gone through real life, God, that have something to say to not just men, but to all the people of God. We pray for 
every single host, God. We pray for Elston. We pray for for Buck, God. We pray for Tony, God. We pray for myself, God. We pray for even those that are on their way that will be a part of this ministry, God, that we might be able to do the, the mandate that you have given us, God, to, to bring them in, God, to teach the men and bring them back in right relationship with you, God, and with our families and our sons and our daughters, God. But more important with you, God, we submit this broadcast to you, God. Every voice spoken, every word spoken, God. Every we submit it, give it all back over to you and say, Holy Spirit, come and have your way. Do what you do best, God. We realize that we can't do this journey by ourselves. We need you today, Lord Jesus. When there's all kinds of things going on, on all around us, God. When we when we wake up in the morning, there's stuff going on all around us. But we know for without a shadow of a doubt that you are with us. So strengthen us, God, where we might be weak, God. Encourage us, God, where we might have lost hope. Whatever needs to be done, God, we pray that it will be a shift, God. I've heard that shift in the men, God that are seeking after you, even those that don't even know your name, God. We pray for those that will be saved. This is all about you. We do pray this prayer. And Christ Jesus, amen. 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 So, brothers, let's let's go ahead and get started. I want to give a little uh, quick thing. And um, then we can we're gonna dialogue, and um, I'm asking you guys to talk a little bit about yourself. Amen. But um, the, the the vision, the mission for us as men is that we want to reach out to all men, you know, um, through biblical truth and principles um, of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. We want to share a holistic healing and power of the Holy Spirit. You know, I mean, we, we want to reach out to every all men. Don't matter what your color, don't matter what your background, you can be rich or poor or poor, the young and the old. We want to reach out to you and encourage you today. Okay. We want to be that voice crying in the wilderness. Okay. We want the platform to talk about things, our platform to talk about men's health and uh, finance and, and honor and respect. We want to talk about relationships, you know, relationships with God, relationship with each other, relationship even with the women in our lives, our children in a relationship with our fathers, but also relationship with ourselves. You know, we want to talk about the things that we, we have issues with sometimes. You know, men go through depression. We handle it a little bit different than women. Um, healthy um, sexual desires and temptation and lust and unforgiveness and substance abuse. We want to address those issues, you know, and stuff like that. And then we always want to keep the door open for someone who might know Jesus Christ as their Lord and Savior. We don't know where you're at. There happen to be listening to this broadcast today. But we're reaching out to you. Amen. Because we are brothers keeping, we're reaching out to do to you today and stuff to, to show you more excellent way, and that way is Jesus Christ, Amen. So that's basically um, it. Um, we're going we're gonna to be talking. About, we have a variety of different topics, even more than what I just mentioned, Amen. Um, so we just hope that uh, you will be. We know that you will be blessed, Amen. Um, this is something uh, real quick that has taken place. Um, many, many, many years ago, I started the When Christmas Speak Talk Radio. For those that are listening, I'm I'm Ray, uh, and I'm one of the I'm one of the uh, founders of When Christmas Speak Talk Talk Radio. Amen. And one of the things I always wanted to do is I wanted to have a ministry uh, and be able to talk with men. 
about ministries and stuff like that. So this is a uh, this is like a, a vision coming to pass, and um, um, I'm I'm just so happy about it and everything. And I know that God is going to do some great things, and the God begins to give me the people to work with and everything. And I'm excited about everybody that's here. So what we could do real quick, uh, like I said, I'm Ray. I, I uh, I'm the the found. Okay, I'm the founder of When Christmas Speak Talk Radio. Amen. R to the third power, real life, real men, and real talk. I promise you, man, we're going to be as transparent as we possibly can. And amen, And I believe that you're going to be blessed by it and everything like that. So we have a lot of different shows that we do. We're not going to talk about them right now because we want to focus on R to the third, R to the three. Can I get a hello, brothers? R to the three. Hello, hello. Hey, hello, hello, hello. R to the third power, amen. Real life, real men. And real talk. So that's basically um, just a little bit about me. Amen. Um, uh, somebody sent me a message that they don't know how they don't like talking about themselves. I guess I'm like that too. But um, we are men, men of, of the gospel. We believe we are. Some of us are family men. Um, I'm, I'm not sure. I, I think I'm, I, well, I am the only one that's single. Amen. But uh, most of us are family men, and we raise our they're raising the children up and in Christ and everything like that. So we have a zeal for God. You know, each one of the men that are part of us is a, uh, have a, a serious zeal for the things of God. So what we want to do real quick, we want to just go around the table. Amen. We have. Uh, Elson, Cleopas, and Tony, uh, and Tony. When I say Cleopas, I Buck, I'm going to get it right, Buck. I promise, man. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna I know get it you right. know. And, uh, I'm going to get it right, man. So uh, I do want to real quick welcome those that are listening to the broadcast. We are broadcasting live in different areas. Amen. If you have a desire for anyone else to call into the show, if you listen to social media, the number is 646-4780. Six six zero, Amen. We are going to over, even open up the chat room as we speak, so you'll be able to leave messages there too. So what we're going to do? We're going to go to Reverend Aston. I think, Brother Aston, I think he just joined us and everything. So, hey, bro, what's up, man? Hey, what's up, man? Praise the Lord, everybody. Praise the Lord. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Hey, uh, just want to say hello and, and welcome everyone, and, and thanks so much, uh, uh, Reverend Ray, for um, inviting me to this. This forum and I really appreciate it. And um, I'm, for those who don't know, my name is uh, Elston Green. I do uh, carry the title of Reverend. Um, I am a am married with uh, two kids. Um, my youngest is five. She just turned five, and my oldest is fifteen. And uh, yep, there's a big gap. It wasn't planned that way. We talk, we can talk about that one later. Uh, and I, I've been um, ordained uh, approximately uh, uh, 14 years ago, and um, ordained as an elder at a ministry in uh, Virginia that later moved to Clinton, Maryland, and um, uh, now attending Duels of the Word Church in Waldorf, Maryland. So I am in the Charles County area, and uh, so I I. Uh, uh, care the titles of, as minister. I, I live the titles of minister, not just with my family and my church, but in my community as well as my workplace. And uh, just want to do the will of God for my life. That's all. That's all I want to do. Just do the will of God for my life. That's it. Amen. Look, also, brothers, I'm an actor. When you uh, mention your church, 
uh, that you're attending. If you are, uh, go ahead and give a shout out in the uh, the pastor's name and all that kind of stuff. Okay. Sure. Because uh, this is just the introductory part. Okay. Go ahead. Sure. Yeah. So shout out definitely to uh, Pastor David um, Wright and his uh, wife Melanie Wright of Doers of the Word Church in Waldorf, Maryland. Um, uh, it's a awesome man of God, man full of integrity and wisdom and um uh, if you're in the areas just look it up you know we we would love to have you amen amen uh let's see let's go to brother buck brother cleophas <laughs> uh, my name is cleophas malone jr um i am married with uh three children three daughters they're all grown i have four kids my door and my darling wife, who we've been married for uh, 22 years, we've been together for 27. And as she recently said, <clears throat> when we had dinner on our last anniversary, she wants credit for her five years. So we've been married 27 years. <laughs> um, I uh, I am also a, a minister. Um, I love the Lord with all my heart, and uh, I just want to see. God's will fulfilled in my life, whatever that may be, um, however he wants to use me. Um, and I just take this as a great honor um, to be a part of this broadcast. And, you know, confirmation of this broadcast was uh, brought to me uh, two weeks ago when a gentleman that I haven't spoken to in three years, uh, not because of any strife. He called me up and he is looking for a brother that he could uh, talk to because his spirit was hurting. And that was confirmation. So I'm excited about this show. I'm excited about what it will do in, in the lives of men, not only in men, but in our lives. Um, Amen. And sharpens arms. Amen. Amen. Uh, amen. Before I go to um, you, Tony, I want to tell my brothers that are listening, uh, that are with me, um, if you guys are trying to listen to the broadcast, <laughs> and talk. There's gonna be feedback because I hear some feedback in the in the background and everything. Just like you call into a radio show, <laughs> a live radio show. If you're listening to yourself, okay, there's gonna be some feedback, okay, on my end and everything. So um, I'm gonna ask you to uh, see if you can correct that and stuff, okay? All right. Hey, brother. All right. I would be remiss if I didn't uh, mention my uh, my church and my pastor. Um, oh yeah, 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 yeah. Part of the Spirit of Faith Christian Center here in uh, Maryland, and my pastor is uh, Pastor Mike uh, Mike Freeman and his darling wife okay. Dee Freeman, who just happens to right now be uh, he's being installed as an apostle in the body of Christ. Really excited about that, but I made a commitment to be on this show. Oh, amen. 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 Uh, brother, brother Tony, brother Tony. All right. My name is, uh, my first name is Antonio Mitchell, but I go by Tony. Uh, so uh, just to give you a little background about myself, I am currently originally from Pine Bluff, Arkansas, and I moved here to the area around 2000. Yeah, I've been here ever since. Um, I have a beautiful wife, and we have uh, five, we've had five amazing children, uh, ranges from 26 to 16 then five and four, and we have one angel baby uh, that my wife and I had, uh, and we lost her at seven months of pregnancy. 
Uh, we um, currently serve right now in His presence, praise and worship temple, with Apostle Philip and Pastor Jacqueline Duncan. A big shout out to my ISP people who might be listening on tonight. And what we're doing right now is we have two organizations. One is called Anaya's Project, which is dedicated to our daughter that we lost in seven months. Uh, it's a nonprofit organization that focuses on helping couples who either lost a uh, baby prematurely or lost, lost a child in the process of their marriage or during their relationship. And we also help couples who uh, are dealing with infertility issues because we also deal with infertility along with that process during our marriage. And also we have another organization which is called the Perfect Family Blend, and that is a organization that focuses on building, nurturing, and keeping blended families together. We are a blended family, but if you look at us, you couldn't tell that we are a blended family. So we just had our first conference. Uh, last month, which was a great success, and we already have couples asking for when the next uh, conference is going to be. So, um, but I definitely love to work with men. I love uh, pouring into men. I've served on uh, various men's ministries and men platforms. So, uh, when Ray offered this opportunity to me, I quickly jumped on it because I definitely want to pour into men, and I want men to pour into me, godly men. So I'm glad to be here on tonight. Amen. Amen. Bless God. So there you have it. You have Ray, Alson, Cleophis, amen, and Tony, man. We are our three hour to the third power, power, amen, real life, real men, real talk, amen, talking about the uh, the things of God and bring it, sharing our testimony. And we're excited about uh, you um, listening in to today. So if you're listening in um, through live, I see some people in the studio that's called in. We want to welcome you, amen. Also, we want to let you know right now that if you have any uh, questions and everything like that, you'd like to get in contact with us, you can do so at whenchristiespeak at gmail.com. You also can go to our Facebook page and leave messages on When Christmas Speak. We are going to probably have a Facebook page for this particular broadcast and everything like that, and we're going to, because we want to reach out, okay? I'm not trying to get big and nothing like that, but we want to reach out for real information that will help somebody else out. Amen. Um, um, I noticed that uh, Tony was mentioning about the different ministries he's in, and I think everybody else is there. Do anybody have anything else to add about the different ministries that you're doing? Oh, uh, as far as an Irish project or the Perfect Family Blend? Well, yeah, anything that you, any other ministry that you have. I don't know whether uh, uh, Cleophis or else they have anything else they wanted to add. If you guys Yes, uh, well, you know, as we talked on the last time, uh, Brother Ray, um, my wife and I have a uh, nonprofit as well. It's called Restoration, uh, Restoration Cares, and it's designed to uh, minister to uh, the returning citizens from uh, incarceration um, just to build them up and to help them get jobs and um, to tutor them and to them and, and how to do interviews and and, and the proper way to do an interview and the proper way to be dressed for an interview and that kind of thing. So we're, we're really trying to uh, help those that are returning so that when they come out and they're reformed, they can stay out. Amen. Amen. <laughs> what are you laughing at? <laughs> <laughs> 
the, the feedback. <laughs> I know, yeah, I know. I don't know who's, uh, who's, who's mic is that, you know. But there's some, there's some feedback coming and everything. Um, um, anyone else? Else, you got anything else to add? Oh no, uh, I don't. Not no, fine. okay. Brother Tony. No, I'll mention everything. Okay. okay. All right. I, w- I do want to let everybody know that we do have another ministry that we do, and it's called uh, Christians Against Suicide and Depression. Uh, for It's mainly dealing with people that are going through depression. We try to point them in the right direction, uh, try to see, make sure they can get help. It's a Facebook page, actually. And uh, we're not against the person, but we want to intercede on the person's behalf uh, that may be going through uh, uh, depression and suicide or anything like that. Me being one that have gone through that, um, this is another way um, through ministry that would like when Jesus told Peter, when you you are strengthened, strengthen your brother. And I want people to know that I've gone through those, these real emotions, amen, that you're not on yourself, you're not by yourself, and that God loves you and he wants you uh, to live and not die and everything. So that's something else that we do on the side of the broadcast and that kind of thing. Um, so we again, we're excited about having you, everyone here, and everything. I have sent the, uh, the brothers. Man, time is going by real fast. I sent the brothers uh, after we uh, discuss about each other and stuff like that. Before, before I do that, before I get into the, uh, the topic, guys, I want to personally thank Ethan last every one of you that say you, Elston, uh, Cleopas, uh, Tony May. I, I love you guys. I want to thank you for saying yes to this. This broadcast, man. Uh, I, I uh, got the chance. I, well, I've known Elston for eons, <laughs> mm. uh, for a very long time, and he has always been an inspiration when it comes. To both of us, at one time, both of us were going to the same church. He's always been an inspiration uh, when it comes uh, up to me as a uh, as men that was godly men. And of course, uh, 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 Cleophas' family, and I got to put that out there, man. Cleophas' family and stuff like that. And I've watched him also over the years. The person that I really didn't know a lot about was um, is Tony. But uh, looking at him and his wife, the different ministry, I was like, this this dude is very busy, y'all. You know, and everything. <laughs> <laughs> he is busy. You know, he just look. He just gave y'all a tip of the different things that he's doing, and it's just a small portion of what he's really doing. But they're really busy and stuff like that. So I was excited. I got a chance. They came on and did a broadcast with us a couple, a uh, few weeks back, and everything. And um, I knew right away with just talking with him that I wanted him also to be a part of this ministry. Amen. The, uh, the, the ministry, God's ministry, not railroad, because it's not about individuals, but it is about the Lord. So, I, again, brother, I want to reach out to you and say thank you, thank you, thank you, amen, for listening to the, the God in, um, in you and, and, and uh, us being able to talk now about the things of men. Amen. Man, what I want to do real quick. Because one of these days I'm gonna turn it over to Aston and let him, let him run. <laughs> oh no! One <laughs> <laughs> of these days I'm gonna turn it over. So you got it, man. You got it. Yeah. But, uh, we for today, for today only. I had sent them a a, a message, and um, what I wanted them to do is to, um, to talk about being a man. And the question, some of the questions I had in my mind is what a what is a man to you? Okay, you know, example, what what makes a man? You know, because one of the things I found out, guys, is that um, a lot of times men of us have a def- different definition 
of what we think a man is, okay? Of what, even what God sees us as. So what we're going to do right now, either, it doesn't matter who starts, when the uh, wedding can start, we're going to go ahead and start addressing it. Just, tell, just give me, just talk to me. Am I, am I going to have to pick? <laughs> uh, I, I, I'll start. I, I think, right, uh, you, know, um, you know, as as men, as a man, I think the first thing that as a man that looking for any kind of healing um, and, and finding your identity, um, I think you got to first go to the scripture to find out what God says about you um, and what your purpose is. Because uh, I found out that you... When you find out what your purpose is, um, it's not work. Mm-hmm. Um, it's what it's a, it's a passion that you have for life, a zeal for life, um, a zeal to help others, um, to be instrumental in other people's lives, and to take care of home. Um, growing up as a young young kid, uh, you know, what I thought was a man was the guy who went to work, came home took care of the bills, took care of the family, and that thing. And I found out in marriage that that's not a man at all. That's that's part of your duties as a man to take care of your home and take care of your family. But your your first your first ministry is your house, is your family, You're your children, your wife, um, and, and family members, people that you uh, that you come in contact with, and it's about sharing the love of God um, and. <clears throat> and in finding your identity through Christ, um, you can be the man that God has called all of us to. Um, so I think that that I think you have to start. Amen. 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 All right. I guess I'll go next. Um, I know for me, growing up, I didn't have my father in my life, so I really didn't have too many male role models to really look at to see what a definition of what a man should be. Um, it wasn't until later on in my life that I really started hanging out with more men, specifically more godly men that were husbands, were fathers, that were uh, loving their wives, they were taking care of their children. Uh, what they said in public, they were actually doing in private. And that was one of the key things for me because you can have a lot of pretenders out there that say, I'm doing X, Y, and Z, I'm loving my wife, I'm loving my kids, but then behind closed doors they're doing something totally different. So God actually surrounded me with godly men while I was still single so that I could actually learn what a godly man was and how a godly man should uh, do as far as his family, as far as his uh, wife, his marriage, his children, as far as his friends, how to be a friend. Because uh, the Bible says in order to be, have friends, you have to yourself be friendly. So I had to learn how to be a friend. So all of this process, I had great mentors that showed me what it really took to be a godly, God-fearing man. And then one of the greatest examples that I love in the Bible comes from David. David had a heart. Uh, he loved God. He pursued God. And did he mess up? Yes, he messed up multiple times. However, he always found his way back to God. And I think that's one of the things that really struck forward with me was 
even though I might mess up as a husband, I might mess up as a father, I might mess up as a friend. However, I could always go back to my wife, I could go back to my kids, I could go back to my brother, my sister, and most importantly, I could go back to God and say, I messed up, please forgive me. And I think that's one of the biggest things about a man is being humble enough really just know who you are. Uh, and I think you often say that what your identity is. Once you know who you are and who you belong to, then I think that's when you can become a better man. Hmm. Amen. 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 I, I also, just to add to, I can't add too much because a lot was said, but, it's, I mean, a man is, is definitely... Um, Especially we're talking about in the, um, I guess the spiritual realm of a man, of, of um, instead of a secular man, but a man is definitely like everybody said, who takes care of not just his family but his community, um, as being that, that leader. Now, if you're single, then you're just a you're a man, and you're um, you're mentoring, you're 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 um, um, inspiring, you're influence positive influence. Um, um, other young men maybe um, you're able to to touch lives, um, and sometimes it's not just about being popular. It's just you could be such a quiet storm, and you can really make changes in people's lives just by the way you you live. So I always see. And I grew up with with a lot of men. Um, I say a lot of men as far as my father, my grandfather, my uncles, and and older cousins. And it always been about taking care of their family um, at all costs, whether they worked hard um, and not just take care of their families, but they uh, took their family to church. Uh, I always saw my dad. I don't care how late he st- he worked on Saturday night. He always pressed his way to church the next morning, sleepy and everything. He pressed his way because um, he said that, you know, I still got to keep God first. Um, even though I'm sleepy, yeah, he'd come home and take a nap. But it was that time that he showed me that, okay, I don't care how busy you think you are, you still going to need God. And um, uh, when we able to display that with our family, uh, with our children, even if we don't have children, even just in the community, when they realize, because somebody's watching us, and as it's, it's always, somebody's watching us, whether we know it or not, and they're watching exactly how we, um, how we walk this walk, how we walk in integrity, how we, um, our conversations, how we talk. Um, sometimes our tongue can get us in a lot of trouble, but just how we display ourselves. Not just publicly, but privately, because of course, out of the buns of the heart, the mouth speaks. So eventually, you're gonna tell yourself if you're not living um, a godly life um, privately. But just how we carry ourselves um, as the best that we can, and we're not dotting our eyes and cross our t's on every situation. And even like. Uh, my brother said that when we make mistakes, we're able to go back and ask for forgiveness. I mean, shucks, that's when a man's able to humble himself and admit that he's uh, made a mistake and ask for forgiveness. That just takes him to another level. It's like he 
when he dies to his pride and to his self, he, he, he raises up with power, even more power, just because of the death that he took with his pride. It, when you humble yourself, you know, God would exalt you. And so you're able to do that. You're able to, to allow people to see not you but the, the Christ in you. And that's even drawing people more to to the Father just by your humility and your humbleness. Uh, so that's that's what I see as as a man, someone who's able to to handle their business, take care of their family, take care of their surroundings, um, and make a positive influence in their community. The community could be just their their job, the church, their family, whatever case might be, whatever um, type of influence they have that surrounds them, um, that they that they're able to influence people in a positive way um, to to be successful and to um, draw closer to God. Amen. 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 Um, amen. We, we uh, before I go in the front, I want let me go ahead and say um, I thank you, brothers, for your your honesty. Me personally, I think. Um, um, let me see. I, I, like you, Tony, I grew up without a father. Uh, my mother was uh, both uh, raised, but I have a, had as a, as Cleophas. Cleo, no, no we, I had a lot of uncles. Yeah. <laughs> and a lot of a lot of uncles, man, and including his father and everything. And uh, they were more or less my role model. And then we also I also had a. A, a pastor of the church my mom said that was there or two, but mainly my uncles and everything. And I got some good things from them. <laughs> and some bad. <laughs> and some bad. <laughs> <laughs> but um, that ties into what you were talking about earlier, Elson, about that secular uh, version of what we think a man is and that spiritual version of what we think a man is and everything like that, because we can glean from other men uh, things that God doesn't want us to glean, you know, mm-hmm. and everything. And a, and a lot of time I feel like that uh, we as men do things because we saw somebody else do it. <laughs> but in us, uh, you know, but you know it's not right what we do it in the way and stuff. So, but for me, I, I think I was in a I was in a place where without a father being in, in part of my life, I went through a stage of um, not exactly short, knowing what I'm supposed to be like. And many of us grew up watching TV, so we got our version of what a man is from watching TV. Okay, and everything like that. Um, if he wasn't didn't have a father figure in your life, you got your version. And then some people had fathers in their life and everything, but they really still wasn't there, you know, and everything. So, but it's important uh, for this to maybe just start a family that you are involved with. Your, your your family, okay, uh, that you make your time be involved with your family. And I miss that. I miss that part of having a dad there to take me to the baseball games and all these different things and all that kind of stuff. But what I wanted more than any of that is that relationship, okay, 
and one of the things that we're going to talk uh, talk about later, not today, but later uh, in, uh, during the series of the broadcast that we're doing, is about relationships uh, with not only um, each other, but a relationship with our father. Because I, one of the things I found out that a lot of us struggle with that. You know, a lot of us went through not all, but there are many men that struggle with that and everything, and still or relationship with your daughters and everything. But um, before I ask another question, I do have another question. In time is sort of right there. If you do, anybody else, everything else, everything else, I think, hey, uh, brother Ray and, and the rest of you guys, I think that it's also very important, uh, whether it's in the spiritual realm or in the secular realm. A, a lot of a lot of what we learn is uh, is is what we hear from others. Um, right. And it, and mm-hmm. It is very important um, to have positive role models or positive people um, speaking into your lives. And I think sometimes that's what gets a young person off uh, off the track, off the path that the parents may want them on, is because of who they're listening to. And it's very important that as men that we're presenting that positive role model um, Again, it, it, if, if it's a, a secular uh, relationship, it still has to be a positive relationship because mm-hmm. more is caught than taught. And people will do what they see other people do. They'll say mm-hmm. what they people say, and that becomes fashionable. And that's the part that, as a man, you have to have a strong hand in your in your in your family's lives and in your community. And even as you said, brother Ray. Uh, we had uncles <laughs> that were very impressionable on us, you know. Right, and, uh, right. So I think that's important who you're hearing from and who you're listening yeah. to. Okay. Amen. Amen. Yeah. And, and, Brother Ray, if I could add to that, that I know some men will say, well, I'm not a leader. The leadership quality is not in me or or um, I don't know how to lead my family. And, and, I really believe that every man that has a family, he's been called to leadership. Amen. He's been called to it because that's how God has set it up. So if you're in a relationship and you're you're, you're married, maybe you only have kids, but but at least you can lead that one person, which is your wife. And if it's as simple as leading her into prayer, leading her into Bible study or what have you, that's leading which God had installed in us to do as man. So, and we can't get into an excuse that, well, I'm not a leader or I don't know this, I don't know that. Uh, but if you're able to grab your wife's hand and say, hey, we're going to pray, you're leading. You're, you're leading. Now, we lead every, anything else that we want to do. We lead on a football team, basketball team. Or things in our job, things are not going well with our job, we will lead there. But when it comes to our family, we become passive. Um, so we we got to get to the point where we take the small steps. Any man out there says, I don't think I have a leadership quality. I don't know how to, to be a man in my relationship or my home. Start leading your family in prayer, simply. Mm-hmm. Even... Even at the table, when you're instead of having the wife say the grace or the kids say the grace, you bless the food. You take dominion over your. I'm sorry, not dominion. You take um, uh, authority over your home by speaking 
I don't care, even if it's not a lot of words, just speaking. You take authority of your home by speaking because God has already given you the authority. The thing is now that we just have to act in it. We have to walk in it. We have to possess it. We got to receive it. It's almost like getting a promotion once you inherit their family. You're getting a promotion. Okay, God has put you in this spot. Now, now let's lead this family to God. Amen. 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 And if I may, before you move on, uh, just to piggyback on what the brother was just saying, yeah, that that was God's original intent was to be right. every, to be in every household. And the way he could do that was through a man. Mm-hmm. Right. Placed a man in a household, and when he placed that man in the household, he placed himself in that household. Right. And that was his original intent from the foundations of the world, is to be in every household through a man. Amen. 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 That's right. Uh, Tony, you got anything to add? Yeah, I, I really like the comments that were added, and to kind of piggyback on the leadership aspect of it as well, um, I've actually talked to a couple of men um, after the conference we had last month, and one of the things we touched on was setting a vision for your family. Mm-hmm. The, the man, the husband, uh, you have to set the vision for your family because the vision comes from God. And if you're in tune with God, then you get the vision from him, and then you share that vision with your family, and you actually execute that vision. So, um we are the priesthood. We are the priests of our homes. Uh, I know it's mentioned uh, pray with your family. It doesn't have to be a long, drawn-out prayer. I pray with my kids every night, and I just pray for a brief two minutes. But they remember those prayers, and um, you're making an impact. And I know that I'm making an impact on them because they would go and pray for with their friends because right. I, I would stab prayer life in them early. So, you you are setting the example. You're setting the motion in place. Uh, it doesn't have to be big extravagant things. It could be the little things that they will remember and will carry with them. Uh, the Bible says, "Train a child in the way they should go, and when they are old, they will not depart from it." So, uh, just think about your legacy. Think about where you want your family to be in the next five, ten, fifteen years. Um, because what you do now is going to have an impact on the future of your family as a whole. So that's right. That's right. Amen. Amen. It's, um, it's almost like investment. You know, you're looking at long-term investment. You build up your 401k. You don't put everything in at once. You do a little bit at a time. And in some companies, they they match what you invest. So right. it's like when you invest in your family. Even he said two minutes of prayer. But guess what? God matches what you invest in your kids, what you invest in your family. So, like he said, 10 to 15 years from now, you know, you invest in, in your 401K at your uh, 1% and your, your job does 5%, and 10 to 15 years from now, you're almost close to half a million dollars. So just think about if you look at that with your family and and you invest in your family and what and how God will give the increase in what you sowed into your family, because you're always going to reap more than what you sow. You plant a little little uh, apple seed, and you get a tree that bears many that 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 bring forth many apples. And guess what? Those apples have seeds in it too. So. 
anything that you invest into your family, you're always going to reap more, much more than what you sowed. Amen. Amen. Hey, again, everyone, you listen to Archer the Third Power, real life, real men, real talk. Uh, my brother's with me, uh, Elston, um, Cleophis, and, and Brother Tony, man. We uh, uh, talk about some serious things about what do you consider to be a, a, a man, you know. Uh, one of the questions as you guys was talking um, that I have here is uh, uh, why is there such a disconnect with what a man is? You know, and I'm not talking from, I mean, like we, all of us are somewhat in, in, in agreement about different aspects of it. But if you go and talk to somebody else, whether they be young or old, they might have something of a, diff, a totally different concept, you know, that being a real man is how many women that you got on the side, uh, you know, uh, or uh, being a, a real man is that you hold hold it down or whatever the case might be. And I guess, the, again, the question is, why is there such a disconnect with men knowing who they are? You know, and that's, and that's um, uh, whether it's from a secular nature, nature uh, point, also from a spiritual point, okay? Well, I think I think a lot of it, brother. Again, is uh, is is who as a, who as a in your formative tip years or uh, adult years, and who you're listening to. Yeah, you know, are you listening to the guy down at the barbershop? Are you listening to the people at the garage? Are you listening to the people at the gym? You know, who are you listening to? Who's 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 speaking into your life, and what are they speaking into your life? And a lot of uh, of ideas and opinions that that we formulate as men is based on what we hear. And if what we're hearing doesn't line up with what the Word of God says, at some point you got to look at yourself and you got to say, "Here I am. Where does this line up with God's word? And if what I'm doing is not in the will of God or not in the order of God, then I got to reexamine myself. I got to take a self-examination of where I am, and then get back on track. You know, it's just like a GPS. You got to put a start. You got to you got to have a starting point before you can get to your destination that you want to go. So you got to locate yourself. Where am I? Hmm. If 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 I can 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 add to it um and and I was listening to I forgot which one of I think you Ray and and Antonio said they didn't have a father figure. And I noticed growing up in, uh, or didn't have a father. Um, I know a, a guy that I work with who didn't have a father, but there was there was something in him that wanted to do what's right, even if he didn't know what was godly right. If you understand what I'm saying? Meaning mm-hmm. that he says, I know that what I'm doing is not right as a man, but I want to be a better man. But he didn't know how to be a better man, but he started walking towards being a better man. So he says, okay, I know I need to take care of my family. I know I shouldn't be, you know, messing around with my wife. I know that I need to go to work. I know I need to be responsible, need to be a good steward of my finances. He says, I know that. But he didn't tie that with God until later, until somebody introduced Christ to him. So it's like we, I mean, we can't say that. We don't know because there it is in us to do right. There, there right, is in right. us to get to do right. It's like when we start 
pressing it to do right, that's when we're introduced to, hey, okay, you can't do it right all by yourself. Here's your help. Even when you mess up, here's your help right here. Here's the, the blood of the lamb. And so when we look at these other influence, the negative influence, because I, I had it too growing up, I still knew that, okay, wow, that dude, that's, that's, that's a man, but that's not the man that God has called me to be, or that's the man, that's not the man that I need to be because something's not right with this picture. Right. You know, he, he, something's not right. Yeah. He's, he's doing one thing. Uh, he, he, I don't know. He may be, uh, he may be married, whatever, but, I see that he has some issues. He has some issues with the with the bottle. He has some issues with the drugs. So um, uh, I know that that's not right for me. It's something wrong with that picture. We we know there's something wrong. So we we can't always um, um, give an excuse and say, well, it was the way I was brought up, the way it was this, the way it was that. Yeah, I understand, but there's something in us that we know the difference between right and wrong. And it's up to us when we determine, say, you know what, this is not right. I know there's a right way to do this. Let me at least try to go that way. And I really believe that in that process, God has really changed some men's life because they have strived to want to do what's right. It was, it was purpose in their heart. I want to do right, uh, but there's something missing. Hmm. If that if that makes sense, if I, if it makes yeah, sense what I'm yeah. saying, meaning meaning that I you know I I know you know I see this on TV, but uh, I don't mm, something's not right here. There's got to be a better way. If I see a I see that the man is beating his wife, but yeah he's he's going to work and taking care of, taking care of her. Yeah okay he's going to work he's taking his family, but he's beating his wife. That's not right. There's something mm-hmm. wrong with that. There's right. something going on, as we saw on TV. I know this man; he's going to work, but after work he goes home and he goes to the after work he goes to the bar and drink that we see on TV. He goes to the bar, he meets with the fellows and they drink. You know, the TV makes it seem so cool, but that's not right. Right. That's right, not right, right that you hanging out at the bar drinking, drinking right. whatever your problems with, and your wife is home and your kids are home, and so you're not there. So there's something some that's not right. So even though I said, well, he's going to work, he's taking his family, but there's something not right with that. He's still not happy. His family is still not in a good place. Yeah, something's missing. Yeah, something's missing. So, okay, God, okay, God, so I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to go to the bar after after, um, um, I get off of work. Maybe I just bring the bar home with me, okay? Now, what I'm trying to do is I'm trying to find, you know, a way to do what's right for my family as a man. So now I really believe in my heart that that's when God intervenes because he said his heart, he wants to do right. So let me show him. And he will send somebody your way to say, hey, you know, you know, in a nice, quiet, storm-like way, this is how it's supposed to be done. No, you don't need to be doing this. No, you don't need to be you don't need to depend on um, the bar or alcohol, or you don't need to get um, affirmation from other women to saying that you're that you're a good man. You don't need to do this. You don't need to do that. This is how it's supposed to be done. Why? Because the man purpose in his heart he says, "I want to do right." 
and I believe seem like everybody who wants to do right, that's when the Holy Spirit jumps in. Yeah, mm-hmm. I guess you agree to that too because before I was before I was married, uh, when I was single, I was in church. I was in church faithfully every Sunday, you know, praising God and everything. And then as soon as church was over, I would hop in my car, call up one of my girlfriends and say, what you doing for the day? And, you know, it it just got to the point where my my church persona didn't match with my lifestyle that I was living outside mm-hmm. of the church. So it got to a point where I just felt empty. Mm-hmm. And in that moment, I just said, what am I really doing? Is this really the life that I'm supposed to live? Is this really what a man is supposed to be? Because, again, the people I was hanging out with, they was chasing the women. They were actually hanging out, drinking, and, um, you know, we going to the club, we going to different parties and stuff. And, you know, that was fun and everything, but I just wanted something more. I felt like I wanted something more in life, and I felt I wasn't being fulfilled as a man. Mm-hmm. So... I just really, just one day I just said, God, hey, show me what a real man is supposed to be. And then once I said that, that's when I started noticing a shift happening. The Mm -hmm. friends I used to hang out with were starting to be replaced with guys that I really actually looked up to, the guys that I really admired, the guys that I was like, wow, I don't like to be like him. I see he's doing his thing as a man. He's really taking care of his business. And he's... You know, he's not, you know, losing any masculinity, praising God. Right. I mean, he's a straight-up man, but he's praising right. God. I want to be like that. So I started my, I started seeing my circle shift. And as my circle shift, that's when I started to shift. Mm-hmm. And, you know, that's when, you know, and you brought up a very good point. You have to want that shift. You can right. always say, I was taught, you know, to chase women. I was, I seen my dad or I seen my uncles or I seen my cousins or I seen whoever drink and smoke. I seen them fight. I seen them do this. I seen them do that. You can always blame someone else for the things that you are doing now, but can you look past that and you overcome that yourself and say, I want better? Right. I want better. Right. Right. Amen. I want better. And you want to do what you've been called to do instead of what you see somebody else doing. Right. Mm-hmm. You, you want to be able to, you get to the point where you say, you know what, I'm going to be held accountable for this, so I need to do this. I need to do that, you know. Um, and not using it as an excuse, as you were saying, in which, you know, I found myself at one point, too, when I was younger, well, well, this is the way it is, and this is this is how it goes. No, this is not the way it's supposed to go. This is not. It's an excuse, and we use excuse, and we try to be. Oh, I'm sorry, I've used excuse, um, and and was passive because it was easy for me to use excuse because <laughs> I'm going to be. I didn't want to be accountable for my actions. Amen. You know. So mm-hmm. now, you know, but now I got to the point where, like uh, Brother Antonio was saying that. That you know, um, 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 I felt empty inside. Like this is this is not right. You know, God, I want I want more. There's something missing. 
because I see what they're doing, and I'm trying to follow after them, but this is not right. You know, it, it's got to be a point where we say, you know, this is not right. We And <clears throat> I didn't know much, but I knew that this wasn't right. <laughs> Just like my, my, my little daughter when she – when I when she's trying to be sneaky, I'm like, you're being sneaky because you know what you're doing is not right. You know what you're doing is not right. And you haven't been taught this, but you already know. Right. So when do we get to the point where we say, okay, you know what? This is not right. I don't know. I don't know what is right, but I know what I'm doing right now is not right. <laughs> it's not right. I'm looking for the truth. I'm looking to be real. Yeah, and 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 I think I think every person um, has a moral compass um, where they know right. the difference between right and wrong, and a lot of times our right gets distorted by who we're hanging with. You know, we know what we're doing isn't right, but it becomes under peer pressure um, to be a part of a group or a part of a uh, a body of people um, who your friends are. And the day that you can, the day that you can become, the day that you become liberated from that, where other people's opinion about you no longer matters. The only opinion that really matters is, you know, is the opinion of, am I doing what's right? And then, if you're, if you're able to, and when someone can speak into your life, and you can come to notice Jesus, and the love that He has for you. Again, I go back to you got to find out where you are. Before you can get to where you want to go, you first got to find out where you are. And once I can establish where I am, and I can look, and I can look at me, and I can look in the mirror and say I'm okay with where I'm where I'm at, or I'm not okay with where I'm at, and I want better in life, then I can start to seek out those things that are better. Right. Who you hang with, you'll soon become like. Right. Exactly. Amen. 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 Man, I, I, we we can probably talk for another hour. <laughs> but we're, we're pretty much sure. running out of time. <laughs> we're pretty much running out of time. In fact, I had another question uh, or statement I want to make to you, brother. Uh, but I'm going to – I'll go ahead and say it to you and for the listeners that's out listening. I want you to think about it and everything. And then maybe when we get back next time, we'll pick it up from there and go a little deeper. Uh, according to what God was having, but the, the, the question I have is: the why is it, uh, most of men, not all, but a lot, percentage of men, so reluctant to come together? You know, uh, you don't have to answer today. <laughs> They're so reluctant. I remember um, Elston when we was at the, uh, the, the the previous church and everything uh, that you might have eight men as part of the congregation. But when you have men fellowship, you may only see about 10. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. and everything like that. Yeah. So we're going to keep with that. Uh, uh, I mean, and, and another part of that is how can we reconnect them? Uh, whether in, your, in, your, in, the, in the church you're in or whatever, organizing, how can you reconnect? Because that's a disconnect. You know, but it's not like we, we were talking about that's a disconnect because a lot of mm-hmm. men don't know what a man is. You know, mm-hmm. we know what we think and what, what we see, but we really don't have ideas. So we're going to continue the conversation um, next month. I want to thank my brothers here, man. They guys are awesome. Thank you. Yeah. Wait a minute. I got to do this right. I got to do this right. Where's my, where's my, there you go, right here. Come on. 
There you go. <laughs> yeah, real, real life women and real talk, man. I know I, my brother hurt. Got him laughing at me, right? Uh, so that's um, Elston and Cleopas and Antonio, man. I really enjoyed us. I'm looking forward to um, God continue to work uh, this out with us. We did have some people that us listening. Um, you guys are also have to decide whether you want to take questions from people in the studio, okay? Um, I leave that. We can we can come up that, with that together, something like talk about that, or just message me. What do you think? Because we had a couple people that didn't, they um, looked like they had a couple of questions or whatever. Because that's what we want to do. We want to minister to when we don't want to just talk, but we also right. want to be able to minister too. Amen. So if you did have a question, just make sure or send me a message. Whatever and stuff like that, to get back with you and everything like that. But we're going to talk a little bit more because this is still in the molding process of how we're going to do uh, the format. Amen. Um, I'm not going to do the announcement until after the prayer and everything, but I do what I do want to do real quick. I want to go around the table and give you guys the last um, um, say so, and then after that, we're going to ask Elston to close it out in prayer, okay? Okay. Last words. Okay. Um, I don't really have any last words. I think I said yeah. all, okay. I said, all I can say is, you know, encourage the men to um just just trust God. Just just trust God. Find find okay. time to, to pray and spend time with God. Okay. Cleophis. Hey, just want to say <clears throat> uh it was such an honor to be a part of this. Um man, I tell you I, I have gotten some wisdom and, and, and and insight and uh, information and inspiration uh, for myself. And I'm sure that there's somebody out there that heard something um, right. that could change in their life. And um, I, th- I think that's what we all want is to right. Uh, right. is to see lives transformed, to see men take their rightful place in their communities and their homes, on their jobs and in life, and be the man that God is calling to be and um and I'm just grateful to be a part of it. Amen. Um, uh, Tony? Yes, I, I definitely am so happy about being a part of this awesome movement because this is a movement to help bring men back to Christ and to help identify what their identity is under the mm-hmm. power of God. And this is just such an awesome opportunity. I'm so grateful for being a part of this awesome platform with these brothers. So, um, just like it was said before, just trust in God. Uh, my favorite scripture is trust in the Lord with all your heart and not your own understanding. All your ways acknowledge him and he shall pass. So if you keep that in mind and you focus your life on Jesus Christ and try to follow his will, everything else will fall into place. Amen. Amen. All right. Amen. 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 All right. Okay. Father, we just thank you, God, for, first of all, just being a good father, for loving us, God, despite of ourselves, God, even the mistakes that we've made, even at times that we thought that we could do it on our own without you, God, you still loved us, Father. And we thank you for just being a good representation, Father, on how a man should be and how a father should should love, God, his, his family and his children, God. God, just ask, Father, any, <clears throat> to any man that's listening to this 
um, radio broadcast that does not know you as your Heavenly Father, and he has not accepted Christ, Father. I pray now that you will um, just um, deal with his heart where he is, Father, and that he will be bold enough, God, to to open his mouth and confess um, that Jesus Christ is Lord and that he believe with all his heart that that you, Father, raised Christ from the dead and that he will know without a shadow of a doubt that he is saved, God, and that he could come to you, Father, with any issues, Father, because you love him. You're not judging him. You love him unconditionally, unconditionally, God, and that you're you're not um, going to hold his past against him, God. I pray that, Father, now in Jesus' name, God. Bless the men that's on this panel, God. Thank you, God, for for uh, uh, Reverend Ray, God, and his his obedience to you, Father, during this time and during this season. I pray, Heavenly Father, that um, our labor will not be in vain, Father, and that um, if it's just one person, lives that are touched during this time, to, even during this hour, God, then we are overwhelmed with joy, God. Thank you for the sacrifices, Father. On this evening, Father, this Sunday evening, God, until we got, uh, come together again, Father, that no weapon formed against us prosper, God, that, our, that we are blessed men of God, Father. We are blessed going in. We are blessed going out, Father, and that we will not suffer lack, God, that we will be in health and that we will prosper. In Jesus' name that we do pray. Amen. 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 Thank you, brothers. Thank you, brothers. Thank you, Elston. Thank you, Cleophis. Thank you, Antonio. Man, it's been a great uh, broadcast. This has been real life, real men, real talk. Our to the third power. We broadcast every second Sunday of the month. This is our premiere. This is our first broadcast. We pray that you will share this broadcast all over the social media, whatever. Let somebody listen. There's a lot of wisdom and knowledge that has been spoken forth. Again, these are mighty men of God. I thank God for every single last one of them. What we're going to do real quick as we close on out, we're going to play our, our, um, our announcements and all that. But amen. Hey, guys, thanks, man. I appreciate you guys. Amen. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Right. You're listening to When Christians Speak Online Talk Radio, broadcasting out of the Washington, D.C. metropolitan area. Today's voice crying out in the wilderness, prepare ye the way of the Lord. When Christians Speak is dedicated to lifting up the name of Christ Jesus and spreading the good news. Join us for our weekly broadcast, His Abounding Grace, with Minister Vanessa Williams. That's every Tuesday at 7 p.m. On Wednesday afternoons at 1 p.m., join Reverend Gwendolyn Dixon for the Midday Glory Prayer Line. The dial-in number is 641-715-3580. The access code is 732-499. And Wednesday nights at 7 p.m., Challenge to Change, where real transformation begins with you. That's with Pastor Paul Morgan of Chosen Generation Ministries in Richmond, Virginia. On Thursdays, live at 12 noon, join Reverend Pat Randall for Declaring the Finished Work. For an hour of worship, exhortation, and prayer. 
Reverend Ray and Friends are here on Friday nights at 7 p.m. with the joy of the Lord on Friday Night Joy. Sundays at 7 p.m., join Reverend Ray for Bread of Life for a Word in Season. And don't forget our monthly broadcast. First Mondays of every month at 7 p.m., be blessed with the teaching ministry of Apostle Shirley Jones on Lifeline. On third Mondays at 7 p.m., join Evangelist Louis McElwain for Adoration, a broadcast of worship and ministries on the mission field. Second Saturdays of the month, join Reverend Curtis, Reverend Novena, and Minister Jordana for Bold and Beautiful, a youth and young adult broadcast setting the world on fire with the love of Jesus. All broadcast times are Eastern Standard Time. Hey family, I want to introduce our newest broadcast that joined us in 2018, The Marriage Take Over the Body of One, hosted by Reverend Eric and Reverend Tamika Thompson. They will be addressing a wide range of topics that will serve to encourage you and to strengthen your marriage. So remember that every third Sunday at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, the marriage take over the body of one. When Christian Speak Talk Radio is a nonprofit ministry, we are dedicated to spreading the gospel of Jesus through our programs and special guests. We exist through the generous support of our listeners. If you are being blessed through this ministry and would like to give a love offering, go to our website and click on our donation page. Your donation will be processed through PayPal. Our prayer is that you may prosper, be in good health, even as your soul When Christian Speak Talk Radio is a 501c3 nonprofit ministry, so all of your gifts to this ministry are tax deductible. So go out to our website, www.whenchristianspeak.com, and click on our donation page. Oh, give thanks unto God. 